like to call a wheel slob kebab. Yeah, right. Hey guys, welcome back to the pod. I um, took a little bit of a break, mostly because Salt Lake City was really boring, but also because podcasting is not as much fun as I thought it would be. I feel like every episode I just complain about how annoying podcasting is. But it makes me really like self-conscious. Like every episode I listen to, I'm just like, oh God. And it's not just like the sound of my voice. It's like the things I'm saying too. Also podcasts nowadays have like the budgets of Marvel movies. And I just can't, I can't compete with that. So I just like fell off for a while. I didn't feel like doing it. I'm used to being a writer. So I'm used to, well, I love how I'm explaining that. Like the six people who listen to this podcast don't know me very well. You are probably my closest friends. You, half of you have probably been inside me. Um, but yeah, I'm used to being a writer, so I'm used to editing everything and then like, you know, really with a fine tooth comb and then publishing it. And it's like, oh, this bitch can kind of string a thought together. But then when you just listen to me go on this podcast, it's like, ooh, can she? I also just want to retract everything I've ever said on the podcast. I feel like it's embarrassing. Everything I said about Jenny on SLC, because now we know that she's racist. I want to take back, I think I said Harry Potter was cool. I do think Harry Potter's cool, but it's like, do I want to be on record saying that? So I'll just take that back to just anything I've ever said on this podcast or to you in real life. Let's go ahead and retract that. Okay, so finally Salt Lake City's done, so I don't have to talk about that anymore. I can't believe that we were given multiple felonies. We could have had an Erica Jane 2.0 season. What a great Beverly Hills season we had. We could have had somebody breaking into Coach's house, Coach fighting off the burglar, his cataract exploding, while Jen's son's car rolled nine times in a Pasadena blizzard. We could have had it all. But no, we had, what day was Meredith's dad buried on? Monday or Tuesday? I'm sorry, but that is drama that could be solved by opening up a Google calendar. Like, that's really not what I expected the season to be. Also, they all look like they got dressed drunk in the dark for that reunion oh and mary's gone that's kind of sad i know that she was racist also half that cast turned out to be racist um but something about mary i feel like you know when like an eclipse happens and it feels like there's always someone who's like this hasn't happened in like 400 years and you're like that's weird because i feel like there's a fucking eclipse like every four years but like sure i'll believe you Mary to me is like one of those magical eclipses like she someone like Mary I feel like comes around every 400 years like I don't know when we're gonna get another Mary type on this show I just feel blessed to have witnessed her um okay Jersey's back so let's be real that's really why I'm back Jersey's one of my favorites I feel like we gravitate more to the franchises that remind us of the women who like raised us and for me that's definitely like a Jersey New York split Maybe a little bit more New York. Just like Republican broads, like dressed up, nails done, ready to like drag you for no reason. You're like, good morning. They're like, you know, your dad actually didn't want you. It's like, okay, shit. Also, speaking of New York, there's going to be two New York shows, which I'm sure everyone knows by now. I, I think it's controversial. Some people are saying this is a way for Bravo to like keep the show segregated. So that would be weird. So I don't know if it's like a way to segregate it, obviously. Like I'm not trying to like sound like a white supremacist and like be in favor of that. But I just think it's like, you know, as an insufferable white woman, I'm going to say something that only an insufferable white woman would say. I believe in abundance. Okay. I think more is more. Like I think we should have a franchise for every fucking zip code. 
So I, I want this show to spawn like a disease, truly. And I'm also unhealthily emotionally attached to those women. So like the legacy characters, your Sonia's, I don't know. I think if you remove them, I don't know how I personally would, would be doing. Oh, and the Beverly Hills trailer dropped. I knew that Kathy's downfall was going to be swift and fucking harsh. I called it. I said, why are we all praising this woman? There is a documentary out that proves that she watched her daughter, Paris, be dragged from her bed in the middle of the night and sent away to some like abusive child camp. And she didn't have shit to say about that. If you watch that documentary, I think it's on YouTube. She didn't have shit to say about that. Big Kathy said, or I guess what, little Kathy? Little Kathy was like, hmm? Uh, they took her what? They did what? Ma'am. She was screaming. Paris was like, I was screaming. They took me from my bed in the middle of the night. My parents watched. We know you saw it. So I don't know why we stand her so hard so fast, but this season it looks like she is going down. All right, let's get OC out of the way. I can't with this show. Jen and her mouth breathing, piece of shit husband. She looks crazy. He looks normal. I hate it. It's so, it's triggering. That manipulative little douche. And then like Gina is fighting with Shannon. Who knows what the fuck they're fighting about. Gina released a skincare line at some point. It's like how many salicylic acid, salicylic, whatever, acid serums do we need? How many do we need? Also, Noelle is going off the deep, which is kind of keeping the show going for me. Because I'm just, what is happening there? I love how she's like, I saw you assault someone. And they're like, did you for real see that? And she goes, "Mm, just because I didn't see it didn't mean it didn't happen. I love it. And she smiles like she she is the upper hand in this. It's like you literally are just making shit up. You really, like her unwavering confidence in her absolute unfounded bullshit is just awe-inspiring. And then they go and the, they're doing archery and shit. I don't need archery for all the all the producers listening. I don't need archery. I don't need mines, old miners, ropes, courses, team building exercises. Put these women in open water so they can't go anywhere. Get them on a boat. I don't care if catamaran, whatever you got. Open up a couple bottles of Whispering Angel and bring up something that happened four years ago. That's all that that's all we want. How about that for a group exercise? I like how the only time Shannon and Gina came together was when Heather and Noella were screaming at each other. I don't like Heather, though. I know Noella's kind of like doesn't really have a leg to stand on, but who wants to see Heather thrive? You know, her and her husband are creepy. That dinner party, they seem like the type you would go to their house and you wouldn't leave and nobody would care. They would get away with that in a heartbeat. I feel like Gina looks at Heather like that popular girl, like the girl who wore like that Tiffany's heart bracelet in middle school. If you're over a certain age, you know what I'm talking about. And you always wanted to be that girl's friend because you're like, wow, you're probably like rich and like, and maybe that's just it. But you always wanted to be friends. She like had extra clean hair. You know what I mean? Like her nails were shiny and you were like, how are they always shiny? I feel like that's how Gina looks at Heather and she's just like living because Heather's showing her attention and like wants to be her best friend. And they're being extra hard on Noelle, I feel like. I know she's kind of, you know, she's not well, but she's going through a hard time. Her divorce, first of all, not only is it traumatic, but it's also kind of interesting. Like, aren't you just on a, like, a gossipy level, curious about what the fuck's going on there? But none of them are even asking questions about it. 
They're certainly not asking her if she's okay. And then fucking Gina blows up at her because she doesn't remember <laughs> Tots. Tot, whatever her name, Tatiana, her friend Tatiana. And she's like, Tatiana was like really there for you. And then it cuts to Tatiana literally just being like, well, you look great to Noella. Like who? She, she acts like she had some sort of like a deep conversation with this woman. They like don't give a shit. They're like, oh, your divorce is final. Great. Now you'll shut the fuck up. I don't even remember her getting a lot in about it. I don't think she talked that much about it. Also, while I was watching OC, there was a bunch of ads for the Queen of Versailles coming back on Discovery Plus. I don't know what Discovery Plus is or how you watch it, but I'm going to find out because Queen of Versailles is such a great show. If you haven't watched it, look it up. I don't know how you can find it, but find it, watch it. It's got a sequel. We're going to find out what this crazy bitch is doing now, and I can't wait. She's like building this huge house. It's all really grotesque wealth, but we love to see it. But yeah, that was pretty much all that happened in OC. I felt bad for Noella. Gina was like shit-faced. Like, this is a joke. Why? Because no one remembers Tatiana. Have a seat. And then Jersey, you know, it's off to a start. Teresa's boyfriend's a super predator. Like, hands down. Like, not even just a predator. Like, a super, like, the next level. He should be on a list somewhere. I love how when they confronted him about, like, all these assault charges, the first thing he said was, oh, well, um... She assaulted her ex, like she choked her ex or something. Like talking about his ex-wife maybe. But like A, why are you dragging her? Like why are you putting her on blast on national TV? This is supposedly someone you care about. I don't know if they have kids together. I don't really know his story, but like this is your ex. So you're putting her on blast. Secondly, who cares? Let's say she choked out every man in New Jersey. What the fuck does that have to do with the allegations against you? Like it's such an obvious deflect. Even Teresa's daughters are like, do we want to do this? Are we sure we want to do this? They're making better decisions at the age of 18 than our than our sweet Teresa is. Also, Tiki's wife is giving us nothing. She's like just like Melissa's little like lap dog. She is to Melissa what Gina is to Heather in this season. And then she's like, yeah, we're learning how to socialize my daughter. Like she's like a puppy. It's like she's sitting right here. She can like hear what you're saying. And then Melissa's over here acting like fucking Monica from Cheer, trying to get her daughter to tumble with a broken ACL. It's like, relax, bitch. And then she's like, I went through a phase, but my dad died. And it's like, you, she can't physically tumble. She tore her ACL. What, how, how is this anything like when you were depressed when your dad died? Like, what are you talking about? Melissa is like maniacally self-involved. When Caroline said she and Teresa are the same person, she was not lying. And then when she's talking to her daughter later and her daughter's like, well, you moved me in the middle of high school and like you really had no regard for my feelings about it. And Melissa's like, yeah, no, totally. But I prayed that it wouldn't be as bad. Oh, oh, thanks. How'd that go? Like, fuck you. She has no empathy whatsoever. And then she was like, your mind's really strong. Just use that. Okay. And then when Tiki's wife was like, oh, you know, she's probably just going through like normal teenage stuff. It's like, well, maybe your four-year-old is just being normal too. Like, why are we taking her to toddler socialization classes? And then there's Jackie and her spooky fucking husband. If you think he's attractive, you need help. I feel I feel for her and her struggle with like eating and everything. I think it's great that she's having these counseling sessions on camera. I think there's like a lot of helpful stuff there for people. 
But it's all triggering. It's all a lot. I hated how she was like talking about it in front of the kids. Like, should mommy eat this? It's like, maybe let's not, you know, who am I to judge? Who am I to judge? But maybe let's not involve the kids. I grew up with a mom with a bunch of eating stuff and it doesn't, it sticks with you. So let's maybe not just talk about it in front of the kids. But you know what? Do whatever you want. Who am I to judge? Said I wasn't judged. I'm not going to judge. I also love how everyone wants to bang Marge Sr. in this latest episode for her 75th birthday. Oh, also Jackie and her creepy husband when they're, she's getting dressed for Marge's, Marge Sr.'s birthday party and she's like, it's a Luke. Like L-E-U-W-K. It's like, Jackie, stop it. And then her husband's like, like Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Good one. I hate them. And then Evan, or is it Evan? Is that her husband's name? His apology text to Bill was like, hey man, I am sorry. I am sorry too, which I thought was creepy. Not I'm, I am sorry. Like a fucking serial killer. And Bill said okay emoji, which I thought was like shady. I feel like that's being like, I don't care about you at all. Fuck off. But of course, Evan was like, yeah, so we're bros again. Like, no, you're just socially awkward. You told me that my wife was a bad person. And then the party leader, too, he's like, yeah, we're bros. It's over. We're over it. And like Bill clearly doesn't look over it. It's like, yeah, you, f- you called her a fundamentally bad person. Do you want to hear what we all think about Jackie? Huh, Evan? Do you want to hear the truth about Jackie? I don't think you do. I also loved how at Teresa's house, all of her daughters were recapping how Nona like assaulted them all in the kitchen. And Teresa being like, I just know in my heart that this move is the right move. Well, your heart has been wrong all of the time. Your heart is an idiot your heart never knows what's right babe and when they are walking into the venue for marge senior's party the same venue where the famous christening happened where (laughs) who who swings first i guess it was judice or no 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 wait yeah it was judice swung at gorga right first whatever they got enough physical altercation of the christening it was one of the wildest things ever and i love how melissa was just like yeah that was a that was a rough one as they're walking in i love how these moments are like american history for us and for them so much has happened since then that she's just like yeah that was a time wasn't it and then marge's joe is like no fights here tonight like i'm serious and it's like okay but a baby's christening that was that was cool the men in the show really do deliver, though. I loved that, that they had that convo. I don't really get what Joe's like mad at Bill about, and I don't really follow it. But I just love how petty they can be. I love that they get into it. I don't really get why Bill offers to kiss Joe's ass, though. And then he's like, I'll carve my name with a scalpel. It's like, OK, now you're showing your creep. We all know you're a creep, and it's coming out now. Not a lot happened, really, this episode. But the next episode... Teresa flips the table. I feel like it's probably like on the nose of like the 10 year anniversary or something. Or maybe it's longer than that 15 year anniversary. But it's been so long since she's flipped a table. I think it's because of this relationship. I think she's miserable. I think it's Juicy Joe 2.0. And she just doesn't know what to do with all this rage because she certainly can't take it out on him. Mr. Mr. Two ears, one mouth. The fuck was that? If anyone said that to me. I'd use this one mouth to throw up on them. But yeah, that's pretty much it. That's why I came back just to talk about this stuff with you guys. Because you're so special to me. And I love all of you. I probably will delete all this as soon as I post it. Okay, bye! I miss Nana. This is her favorite drug. She would always say, I'm gonna get the wooden spoon. And then I'd run. Nana pulled my hair right there.
this she pulled you <laughs> like if i would like interfere with the cooking she'd be like get out <laughs>